0: Hey everyone, welcome back to Inside 110, presented by 110 Media Company. We're so excited to be talking to you today. My name is Christian Guerrero. I'm the co-founder of 110 Media Company, and I'm here with my brother,
1: Alex Guerrero, also a co-founder of 110 Media Company. And today we have um, a fun conversation with two of our favorite people, Tyler Rayner and Jessica Mason, that worked with us on The View from the Bridge, which is the project we're going to be talking about today. So, me and Christian are going to go over the project itself, what it entailed, and the unique circumstances and style that came out of the project and what we've learned from that process. And then we're going to have Tyler and Jessica come on and chat a little bit because it's been a while since we've talked about this project and talked in general. So, it should be a good time.
0: Yeah, it's, you know, this was the thing that kicked off the entire production company. It's a project that is near and dear to our hearts and one of the biggest learning experiences. So, we're really excited to have them on and They're two of our greatest friends and just amazing artists, but great people. I'm really excited. Okay, so View from the Bridge by Arthur Miller. So this is one of the most classic American playwrights. Um, This is a masterpiece. Um, in in my mind at least, I can only speak for myself, but I think we can all agree that it's one of the most famous plays that's been produced. Uh, It was written in the late 50s and has had so many Broadway productions, revivals, tours, um, adaptations, film adaptations. It's just amazing. A View from the Bridge is about this family that lives in New York and they're looking at the bridge and just the turmoil and sort of, it's it's a tragedy, which is what I really like about it. that it, what this family goes through. So that's the play um, that we decided to do, that we were really drawn to, which we'll get more into once we talk to Tyler and Jessica about how this came about.
1: Yeah, and we did this... We started this, what, in June?
0: Yeah, June, and then we ended up premiering it in July. So it was probably like a three-week process, I think, all, all included, rehearsals and then shooting and editing. Yeah, it was,
1: it was about a month. Yeah. um, And... So Christian acted in this as well. Um, I, I did not. So he was in it. Jessica was also in it. And then who else was in the cast?
0: Yeah. So I just want to shout out our amazing cast because we were figuring this whole Zoom thing out as far as to do a play on Zoom. So we had uh, Adam Hollick, who played Eddie. Yeah, Jessica played Catherine. Uh, I played Rodolfo. We had Julia Hamowitz who played Beatrice. Andrew Moorhead who played Alfieri. And then Lucas Gust who played Marco. So that was the cast that we had for this.
1: Yeah. And so, as you could probably expect, or if you've seen it already, we obviously did this online. And so that kind of changed how everyone approached this. And in terms of the length of the show itself, how we presented it, how we recorded it, that was really the hard part. Cause I mean, that's what I worked on mainly was figuring out how this was going to be presented. I wasn't acting in it. I know that they, you know, worried about their performances and their characters, which they did a great job with. So for me, I kind of had to put that load on my shoulders and figuring out, especially when it went wrong, how to make this you know, presentable and something um, that we were proud of and that we wanted to share. So a few of the things that were really important were to cut the script at first.
0: Yeah, um, cutting the script was really hard because we're doing a trunk it, it, If you look at it online, it's a selections from a view from the bridge um, because we did truncate the show what should be about two hours and 15 minutes. Oh my God. Yeah, it's a long show. Uh, we did it in about 90 minutes. Yeah, it was correct? like it was like an hour and, uh, hour and a half. Yeah, so we went through, uh, Tyler, Jessica, and I, and Alejandro was there too, so we could see what the moments we could do with this medium. But um, yeah, cutting the script was really difficult because there's huge scenes that are missing for anyone who's an Arthur Miller fan, a theater fan. Uh, you'll notice that a few moments that are very physical in the show, we couldn't do on this medium. So it was a lot of conversations between the production team of going, is this going to work? Does a story still work without those things in there? So yeah, cutting the script is really hard.
1: I had no idea it was that long. Yeah, because <laughs> um, yeah, especially with Zoom, we don't have the luxury of, which by the way, if you haven't seen it yet, um, the link is going to be in the show notes below. Um, it's worth watching before maybe listening to the conversations we're having about it. But either way, you could do either or. Um, one of the big things is that we didn't have the physical interaction between the actors um like christian said a lot of those physical scenes a lot of stuff that's props uh settings related like blocking because this is a very simple show um it's really focused on the characters again i mean i'm no actor but from my take (laughs) it's really about the people and the struggle between the people in this apartment and without having people in an apartment together to have that energy and that tension it's really difficult for a lot of these beats to be nailed And so cutting the script not only was helpful because nobody wants to sit and watch a Zoom thing for two and a half hours. I wouldn't have wanted to watch that. And
0: We didn't want to do that for two and a half hours. Yeah, that wouldn't have been fun for us (laughs) in order
1: to watch because it needs any little extra juice in terms of, you know, and in our our case, we used editing to kind of fill that gap. So cutting down the show is really important. And also, if you do um, look back at the show, we did, use transitions as if we were in a theater, you know, like the curtain goes down or the lights go down between really important scenes just to kind of chop it up and make it feel like it's flowing and not just one continuous um, Zoom call. Because again, we were really trying to stray away from that and make it feel like a production in any way we can. So those those subtle um, crossfades to black between scenes, I feel helped that. Uh, we did an intermission or end of act one I feel Did we absolutely yeah Yeah.
0: and I I just got to shout out Alejandro really quick for that concept alone um that was all him because yeah we didn't want to. we were already you know getting a little bit antsy as artists and performers of like we don't want to do these zoom plays even though it was really new yeah we were still like we want to do this in a theater my brother does have experience in film and theater same as myself so the way that he was able to manage that um, with those transitions and yeah uh, the you know transitions in between the cuts um, it's like a play like the way that he was able to translate what it would be on stage but how do we do this you know very efficiently so that we the audience understands that we're in a different space now or we're in a different location or it's a different moment
1: that was all him with the with the text too, certain R- moments we came up with our own kind of names for the scenes and um, yeah. again just to kind of since there's scenes missing from the overall show, just to kind of guide it along, like what you can expect next or where we are, because we can't change settings. Everyone was in the same spot in their house. It was a blank wall, same costume. Um, so I feel like those subtle things, again, the whole situation wasn't ideal. It was all very new. We were like, oh, like, is this gonna work? Is this gonna be worth watching? And I feel like in order for me to be sane and to have something fun to do, coming up with those subtle things that maybe went over people's heads, which, if it did, that's a good thing. If it wasn't jarring and like broke your concentration on the show and you didn't notice it, that means it worked. Absolutely, and
0: um, Alex, talk a little bit about the all of our boxes. I mean, the way that we did it, we taped it as if it were live. Mm-hmm. And all of our boxes, we didn't cut it up when you see those transitions. We yeah. were doing that straight through. Well, I guess when we talk to Jessica and Tyler, we can get into, you know, where it started to go a little bit awry, but we fixed it. Mm -hmm. Um, But talk about just the boxes that we are actually all on that screen and we're just being silent and how you went through and edited that to make it that the characters that were only in the scene
1: are there and the rest of us are gone. Talk a little bit about that. Yeah, so another thing that I had to think about was do I want to have to choreograph, I guess, yeah, it is choreographing exits and entrances into the Zoom call because I'm sure other people have experienced or have seen that, the effect of people leaving, coming in, which which makes sense. But we were still new to this whole thing, and our timeline was very short. We did this in a couple of weeks. I edited this and put it up online right before I left out of town for a few weeks. So for me, I was like, this has to go up now. Which it, Now that I think about it, it really didn't have to go out at a certain time. We just wanted it to, because... We, we all needed something to, to look forward to and to be excited about mm-hmm. um, last summer. And so time-wise, it didn't make sense to have to worry about cutting in and out and exits and entrances that would have made recording it a lot harder. Um, and also the other way people do these productions is to self tape, not on zoom, just on their computer, on their phone and then have everything compiled and edited to look like they're all together in a zoom call. That was another option. But again, that was a lot more complicated and i feel like now we could do that better with the other projects we've done around zoom at the time it was our first crack at it i didn't want to do that and have it go wrong and then have to refilm because i didn't want to make everyone come back so we had everyone in a zoom call we pre-decided where we wanted the characters in relation to each other so you have um Eddie and catherine next to each other rodolfo's under them because they you know have a lot of interactions together and we have marco next to his brother um we have alfieri at the top narrating he's kind of over literally looking down on everything so that was all very calculated and it's again subtle in, unless you really paid attention to it it would go over your head but we did that on purpose because we just had everyone in the call the whole time no one left no one exited no one muted their mic no one did that because if you have experience with zoom the boxes change orders when you do that and that would have been kind of disorienting if people were moving around every scene so we had everyone there the whole time and I knew, okay, this is going to have a very, you know, black box reading feel if everyone's in the same spot, same clothes, same background. So we kind of leaned into that. We didn't want to make it seem like people were going in and out in different locations cause they weren't. They were using the same wall, same clothes. So I was like, okay, it's going to feel like a black box reading of something, you know, keep everyone on stage quote unquote on the screen. And when they weren't in something, I just, you know, put a black box over their screen. So even though you can't see them in the video, their video is there under the black screen, if that makes sense. So that made it easier on my end to just have to worry about putting black boxes over people. And they were all super cool about being quiet, turning their phones off, so they didn't interfere when they weren't in a scene. But for that duration of the recording, we were all there the whole time, mics on, cameras on.
0: And that made it a lot easier just from an actor's perspective. It was the closest thing... um that made it feel like live theater, because we had a call time, just like you would going into a theater. And yes, our cameras were going to be on, our mics are going to be on. So when we're not in the scene, it's not that we could just chill out and check our phones and start texting until we were on stage again, quote unquote on stage again. We had to be theater performers in that very contained way. So, for instance, you know, when we were in the middle of scenes that we're not in, we were still sitting there. And if you had to use the restroom, it's like, too bad. Wait till intermission. Like, I remember so- there was
1: a time we were, we were recording or it might have been a run through that I happened to be recording just in case. And you weren't in a scene and you looked at your camera and you looked at me and you, me, and you had a snack and, and you looked at me and you went thumbs up, thumbs down. And I was like, absolutely not. And, <laughs> and you look so upset because like every little thing like that rapper would have been horrible. It would have ruined everything. So you just, again, it was so weird because people were like, can I talk? Can I not talk? Like, can I move? I'm like, you can breathe. Just don't like move anything. Like it was just very funny because some people took it so seriously that they just sat there like they were dead and just stared at the camera and were just scared to drink water or something. And then after a while they got used to that. So
0: I, I also have a funny anecdote to that um, because I will not name any names, but hey, we're all human there may have been moments because our mics were on and once we realized <laughs> that that someone says i have to fart so bad how do i do this i'm like you you can't you can't i mean it's different than being in a theater because when yeah, specifically with that play you walk off stage
1: you go to the dressing room and when you you're could, not you could crop dust anyone backstage apps, no one, no one knows the difference but
0: when you're on that mic so uh the, the <laughs> and fun note uh is exactly that exactly are talking uh, about yeah me. just Gotta, I got a fart. I'm like, I don't know what to tell you. Like, <laughs> Yeah, uh, I mean, a fun... Uh, Adam, Holika plays Eddie, and then myself and Tyler, our director, uh, we all were roommates at the time living in, a same, in the same house. So we all had to be in very different parts of the house for that very reason that if you needed... Luckily, we had carpet, which on the night of, there was a moment where I needed to get a sip of water and I placed it very carefully way away from the <laughs> mic where I just like was like creeping like on the carpet, trying not to make any noise because I wasn't on stage for a long time. But Adam's sound couldn't affect my sound. And then Tyler was show directing with uh, Alejandro, um, he was in another room. So that was really interesting noise wise for us because Adam, the character of Eddie, does get very loud. And he has a lot of outburst uh, moments and me as well and Jessica as well. I think that those scenes are probably the most vocally intense. And having that experience of not being able to even breathe in between scenes just because the mic and we're sitting there and not making, you know, your chair creaks or anything like that, mm-hmm. but also hearing it from different parts of your own house and then the delay of zoom was really interesting
1: for the three of us. We're yeah. like,
0: let's not mess this up and everyone just stay in your corners. But
1: the hardest part definitely was was the sound. Because some people are recording on iPads, some on laptops. Um I know Lucas was recording in a bathroom, mm-hmm. which On my end, I was like, is there any other room you can go in? He's like, this is all I got. And I was like, awesome. Because bathrooms are just so echoey, but we made it work with blankets and pillows and whatever. Um, The sound was definitely the hardest part. But I think all in all, considering no one used mics, it was all built-in sound on their computers. I think it sounded great because it could have upped it a notch with, okay, record on your phone, record on this mic. Can you borrow this from... But that would have made it so much more complicated, And I think, for what we were doing. It didn't need that because it had that raw feeling of it was a reading. That's what it was. I don't think, I think in that term, selections and then reading, it lent to some miscues and to some indifferences in audio and background, which was fine because we weren't trying to put on a full production because that would have required better cameras, better mics, backgrounds. It just wasn't what we were aiming to do. It was more of just, and I'm again, I, I wasn't acting in it, but you you guys just wanted to do something. It was about the words. Absolutely. Yes.
0: And that's what I was about to say is that this is Arthur Miller that we're talking about. Like, it's not easy shit to do, (laughs) to be completely honest. It is very, very nuanced and detailed and it's emotionally draining, you know, and that's what we all want to see. At that point, we were all so bored and there was so much uncertainty regarding the pandemic and what was going to come of it. uh, If theater was going to open at all, so we just rather, we picked a piece that we said, this is a challenge and we don't know if we're going to nail this, but that's more exciting to us than doing something that we know off the bat is going to be like, oh, we have this in our wheelhouse. We didn't, none of us. And that was the fun part about it. That's what I appreciated about that process. And yeah, a lot of people asked when they watched the video, it, it got, you know, we re-released it on our uh, current channel that you should check out um but when we originally released it we got a lot of good feedback but people were like why are you not in costume and we weren't trying to do that kind of to Alejandro's point you know what I mean that it, it we we were it was about the words and about the scenes and about what is the story of this and I think that that was really freeing for us so that we didn't have to worry about looking pretty I guess because yeah, if, if we, we had alpha-
1: costumes it would it would have been a disservice because yeah you could get the nicest costume and makeup and everything but if you're up against a a tan wall yeah. and you can't use a prop or someone like that's why the scale of the like where we were and what we were doing with it it didn't need the costumes again they chose i think what made up for it was um again the subtle editing cues but also you guys chose to do accents yeah uh because there's a you know the production that
0: jessica and i actually saw who this is who brought the project along and i can't wait to get her you know, on the phone soon so we can talk to her about that, but they didn't use accents at all. And they didn't use any props and no set. It was the most minimal version of it, and we got to sit on stage for it because it, it's one of those Ooh. shows where, yeah. Oh, that's kind of fun, though. Absolutely. I forget, I'll ask Jessica how we got those tickets, but we were sitting right there, and it is a very minimalist production. They totally stripped it down to the words. Like Alejandro well, said, it was about the words for us. It was about the story, but we did decide to do accents because we weren't doing costumes. So it was kind of a middle ground, but there was definitely inspiration from when Jessica and I sat there watching the show front row. And then her and I turning to each other being like, we want to play these parts. Like the, <laughs> like the, we want to play the show. We want to do it. So yeah, I think from there, <laughs> you fell off your seat. sorry, no, my phone almost fell. I'm so sorry.
1: Um,
0: I think what we've learned since then is, is the difference between these Zoom readings and also being able to actually shoot things live and, and what lends itself to, to whatever project it is and whatever, you know, if it's a music video, if it's a play, if it's a film, what now we're interested in, if that makes sense, like mm-hmm. what we really are trying to do. And I think that this was the perfect first experiment to kind of gauging the kind of projects that we eventually want to continue making and explore in. But it was definitely a crash course in testing all of our creativities. You know, Alejandro, Tyler, the entire cast, we were trying to learn as we went.
1: Yeah, and the fact that we were all doing this like from like 8 o'clock to 10 o'clock after working because all of us were doing our own thing wherever we were. It was just, yeah, it was very on the go, figure it out, but it, I don't know, it came together. And the one thing I learned is that at least zoom wise like i know this is a very temporary thing and it's still going on almost a year later you know zoom is still very prevalent you know like especially with schools and um different groups that are trying to do group projects um i've learned a lot about zoom itself i don't know if the features we've used for later projects were available at this time but um i might have gone back and done some things differently in terms of the recording process and um how we did that. Again, it was our first crack at it. Um, so I think it, it worked, it was successful, and that's the important part. And in terms of just creatively overall, like you said, the projects you wanna do moving forward, I learned a lot about um, just storytelling and a lot of smaller aspects that I think get overlooked when you have a nice shiny camera and a really cool location. I feel like when you're filming something, it's really easy, at least from my point of view, people get lost in the vision and they just want to see the buttery shot and like, Oh, this is going to look great. And Oh my God, like this shoots 4k or this freaking lens, like, Holy shit. And like, I'm a nerd for that stuff too, but without having any of that and being forced to make something using the shitty ass webcam on your computer and still making it something worth doing and watching. And that was very powerful. And, It was, it was emotionally draining, just watching it. We did it a few times and I was just like, oh my God, I wasn't even in it, but just using a webcam and a wall and being able to do something that was powerful and successful, I think was very important to learn to do that early on versus wasting away opportunities with the gear and not knowing what the core of something was, which was the story and the people and the fact that we made that work when people were in different zip codes and different time zones and shit and they were still sharing those moments together, I feel like that was beneficial from a production side and from an actor's side to be able to make that work and that will be so useful going forward. Absolutely. And just from an actor's perspective,
0: um, we learned a, a similar lesson that because we didn't have a full set and a full production and a team and you know, dressers and makeup artists and all of that. We didn't have that. I'm not going to call it a safety net, but it is. You didn't like have there, those luxuries, right? We didn't. We didn't get that. We had to just if it's going to work and you want to be believable. We all had to hunker down and trust that the words mean something. And you're right, creating something with limited resources. I tend to work like that. I love restrictions within projects because then it tells me what I can and can't do. That's just me personally. And again, I will say that we as actors learned that with Alex and Tyler, because they're in the show too, there are boxes at the top um, and we're calling it as if it were a live performance. We had to learn to trust them, not just each other when we were acting, we had to trust them as well. We had to give our trust over to be like, they're going to call stop if something goes wrong. They're going to give us a note if something is really off. And not being in the same room to do that is really hard for an actor, in my opinion, because we like that human interaction, but because we were on different boxes, we just had to go, we have to do our job, and they're doing their job, let's go, let's see what happens. And that for me was very personally empowering to be like, okay, I got to lose myself in the process a little bit and be like, it's something bigger than this. It's not about my process specifically, it's about what we're all trying to create and we're experimenting pretty much. Yeah, That was really cool. The
1: tech side really, determined what we could and couldn't do because as as awesome as the performances were we were at the hands of Mm -hmm. cell towers and wi-fi connections that we couldn't control and that's something we had to learn early on even in rehearsals you know we learned like it wasn't going to be perfect we knew that there was going to be skips and some delays and you know a couple frozen frames and stuff like that that's just technology um and just being okay with that and dealing with it and again like in the middle of just a dynamite scene and then it just freezes I felt horrible having to say, yo, got to start again. And like someone's wiping their tears off their face and like, okay, like, let's do it again. And like, it, it's not ideal. Cause again, you wouldn't have that interruption and break in continuity if you were in person, unless like something went wrong in person, which it's a lot harder for it to go that way versus a wifi connection or something, someone's camera or whatever that doesn't work. And it was just so weird just being at the mercy of, zoom communications incorporated like or whatever their freaking company name is like it was just they had control over all of this which is kind of nice because when things went wrong i was like we could get upset we could get mad we could be frustrated but it's literally there's nothing we can do but try it again and hope that it doesn't skip out or freeze or this and that like we we couldn't control any of that which was nice and it calmed me down i think i was the most calm out of everyone because even though i should have been the most stressed because it was my job to record, edit. And there was a couple times I didn't record a scene. And I was like, fuck. I should have been the most stressed out of anyone. Because this was a tech-heavy project. But I was somehow the calmest one. Because I knew, like, oh, I, I don't work for AT&T. I can't control Spectrum's Wi-Fi. Like, let's just do the best we can.
0: And also, just because actors, I'll admit this, you know, we are very emotional and sensitive people. And the way that Alex and Tyler were able to, we'll tell this story once we get Jessica and Tyler, there was a something went awry, but the way that you were able to be that centered actually gave us a gift because then we could take that time, take a breath and just go, okay, like perspective. Because when you're doing a show this heavy, we're in our emotions, we're in our feelings, we're in our bodies, we're like trying to do that. So when something like snaps you out of it, it's almost very jarring. But the way that you were able to just calm the company down and be like here's what we're doing here's the plan it's going to be fine take a minute and then we're going to go again
1: that gave us structure even though as soon as we took a 10 minute break i was shitting bricks like (laughs) i was sitting there like i was googling how the fuck can i do this how can i fix this like this went wrong and i was just freaking out but again if if there's one thing i learned like crisis management is something unfortunately that i've gotten really good at like you don't want to have to use those skills but um
0: hey we were we were we didn't even know that you were should oh no i know no i was
1: very stressed out and i was like this could i'm like we could possibly have to scrap all of this that was going through my head but none of you knew that no and we were, I, we were it, so like until got it, int- we're good until you have to hit the red button and panic you shouldn't convey that that's a possibility again just that's just a leadership thing i learned when i was freaking president of a fraternity shit went wrong a lot There was a lot of very uncool stuff going down, police involved, the school involved. And I was 19 years old in charge of a fraternity. I had to learn real quick to be calm until it came time to not be calm because, again, it trickles down. If you're shitting bricks and you're freaking out like the world's ending, everyone that's looking to you for guidance, and in this case, I was doing the tech stuff, everyone else will lose their shit. So even though there's times where I was like, oh my God, this is not going well or this might be shitty, I just learned keep calm as much as possible. Cause then everyone else keeps their cool and things will come together. If they're calm and doing what they should be doing, you have a better shot of it going as planned. Versus if everyone is running around like chickens with their heads cut off, you might as well just try it again next week. Cause it just takes you out of it like that. And that mindset was really crucial in a very specific moment that we'll talk about with tyler and jessica because that was like a make or break point it was like midnight we were like can we finish this thing or not and luckily we did but it could have easily gone the other way so i think now would be a great time to take a break real quick and then we'll jump on a call with tyler and jessica to see what they thought about the show absolutely sounds good okay 20 time code Okay, you ready, Christian?
0: Yeah, do you want to do the welcome?
2: You can do it. Okay. Welcome back, guys.
0: Uh, we are so excited to be having our guest for today from "A view from the bridge, uh, Tyler Rayner and Jessica Mason. Tyler directed the show, Jessica co-produced the show
1: with me, and we were also both in it. We're so excited to have you guys here. So we were just talking before this about the show itself and our experience with it. And just to kind of backtrack a little bit, because we alluded to the fact that, Jessica, this this show was kind of your idea. You brought this to the table. Um, How did the idea come about, and why did you particularly like this show?
2: Honestly, it came about from a conversation where... Christian and I were just talking, just catching up. And I think we mentioned that we just both love this show and would love to like do it one day. And I left the conversation with him feeling like, oh man, like that would be really cool if we did this show. And it just dawned on me like, why don't we do the show? Why don't we do it? So I like literally called him back and asked if we could do the show. I didn't know how we would do it. I didn't know really a solid plan to execute it. But he quickly got back to me and said that he had people in mind and like, don't worry about it. And it just kind of took off from there. So um, I think, oh go ahead. And
0: also we saw the show together at the Amish. Oh yeah, we
2: did. We did, yeah. So we had already like seen the show um, and had like a little bit of a history with the show. Um, It just is a really juicy play. And I think I always wanted to do it someday.
1: juicy that's a great word (laughs) to describe it
2: it is it's juicy
1: that's awesome and then from both your ends because i think everyone had different challenges in terms of their role and doing it over a webcam in terms of this production um what are what were some of the difficulties in dealing with zoom and then maybe what were some of the positive things that came out of it
2: um I feel like some of the difficulties thinking back are that it's different, obviously, to do it through the medium of the computer or technology. You don't have that like same energy in the room that you have off of like physical interaction. So I think kind of creating that just takes a little bit of extra effort, Um, still kind of being as an actor, I found dynamic in your choices. You're using a different frame. You're using primarily like, you know, the top half of your body. Um, I think most of us were sitting for the production. So just kind of figuring that out. Um, yeah, I would say those are some of the big things for me.
3: Yeah. And, um, something that was kind of challenging in terms of like, I guess of a directorial standpoint is that, such a big aspect of kind of creating, you know, the world and creating the relationships with the characters is like blocking and physical relationships. Mm -hmm. And that Mm -hmm. was the first kind of real thing. I had to sit there and be like, okay, well, we can't, we can't have people like, you know, you know, walking or, you know, sitting or standing, you know, creating like these like stage pictures and these, you know, creating, especially with this play, you know, you could do a lot with the physical relationships of all the characters. It's very, you know, it's a very physical show. So that was something really like early on that I was like, okay, we we lose that. We lose that, which is a huge part of just creating, you know, creating the show itself is, you know, we're losing the physical relationships and the physical pictures and all that kind of stuff. Um, So that was kind of the big, that was the biggest um, kind of really roadblock in terms of directing. But on the flip side though, it kind of created an interesting thing of um, one thing that was kind of, I'll say like, nice about zoom because i know zoom can be kind of frustrating at times um was that it really just helped it dialed in all the performances i think um, because there isn't that there's not the um you know that extra stuff of like oh well that the lights don't look quite right then you know and or like or focusing on blocking or focusing on the you know the little intricacies or like, oh, like that costume like I, I don't know i don't know what i don't know about that like it really just kind of helped everyone focus in especially and it also really has helped me too it was just like i could just watch everyone's performances and just really kind of just really that let, let that take bring me into the story and let me and let that be the guide of these performances and just kind of even though there were these little boxes and you know people just kind of sitting it was something that was kind of it was actually really engaging just to kind of focus in because even from an audience perspective you know someone could just be kind of like you know kind of fo- like Zoning out, or kind of focusing on something else, or watching like, oh, what, what's that actor doing in the background? There, like, what, what are they doing? Um, and it kind of, I think, from an audience perspective, and also from a creative standpoint, and it's kind of, I think, it honed everybody in, and it kind of really, um, it just brought out the complexities of the characters in a way of just hearing the words, and and like Jessica was kind of talking about, you know, the choices and the, um, it's just kind of, it's fun and interesting to to track the character's journey just through, you know. They're basically a he- a moving headshot, pretty much. <laughs> I was really it's really interesting in that way. So that was kind of a um, a blessing in disguise, I think.
1: Yeah, I completely agree. We were talking about that earlier. Without all the extra worries of, oh, what does this camera angle look like? Oh, what about these costumes? What about the blocking? Like, I think especially for me and Christian, you know, starting out this business and hopefully working on bigger scale projects, having to deal with the bare minimum and just a webcam and someone's words like you said it was, there was something really captivating about it that was so fascinating to watch and to i guess edit and you know show run because you're there for the words these people are living such a tragic story and it didn't feel like at least on my end when I was watching it I wasn't like oh my god I'm in a zoom call like seeing you all there on the same screen kind of took away the separation because you could hear what they were saying you could see what they were saying and that's why i really wanted to keep everyone on at all times so we didn't break that bond during the show because if someone left the zoom call and was waiting for a text oh come back in we're doing your scene they totally missed all the energy from the scene before and all of the actions and choices from the scene before that could maybe inspire a new feeling a new choice a new um you know gesture and so even though it was a very simple presentation and there are more complex and um, creative ways to you know go in and out of a zoom call that we've learned over time doing different projects with it i think having everyone there at all times Brought out the best in the performances and the words, which was ultimately what this was for yeah, and i I feel like
0: um we were talking earlier just about that we did treat it like a show, and Tyler, Jessica, and I have acting training, you know our undergrad acting training that we're used to that sort of format you know you have you show up and then you do the show and then you go home and you get notes and you come back and do it again that this was the closest thing to that. And for me, cutting the script with you guys was sort of a reintroduction to text analysis. I know Jessica and I had a class called text analysis in college, where it literally is Mm -hmm. about breaking down text and understanding character and understanding, no matter if you're coming at it from an actor perspective, a director perspective, understanding the writer and the playwright that you're studying, it's really important. So it was sort of painful to cut <laughs> yeah it was not yeah it was it was not an easy thing like she said it's a
1: juicy show yeah, it's, yeah you, you don't want to it.
0: cut anything it's it's perfect in my mind um but having to go through that and realize how to storytell and it, it was just sort of a reintroduction to that at a very weird time in the pandemic and i loved it
1: yeah and so i know i got to see this thing from start to finish because i was editing it i got to do the transitions the music sound effects all that stuff Everyone else, all the actors, you guys just recorded it and then you waited till it was done. Um, the first time you watched it, what were your thoughts and like how it came together? Because obviously there was a lot of, you know, moments where we were like, oh, my God, is this going to work? Are we going to have to record this another weekend? Do we have to re freaking cast like when someone's Wi-Fi was being so temperamental that it was almost worth I almost jumped in and took over someone's part? Like I'm glad I didn't because I wouldn't have done very good, but it was almost to the point where everyone's time was so valuable that we were just so focused on that. And how did you feel seeing it done like a few weeks afterwards? Well, can I jump in real quick? I feel like we have to tell the story of what happened
0: that night. I'll keep it pretty quick and short, but in in that way that we hadn't seen it all the way through because even... So the way it, that happened is that we did plan a night that we were going to record it. Yeah, we did the, We
1: did the whole thing in one night.
0: And Tyler and Hunter were going to be on the call. We were all ready. We had a call time. We're all feeling cute in our little outfits and
1: like ready to go. Right. Someone's wifi decided, Wi-Fi decided to just not work. Yeah. Not we won't name name. Not that it's not like we're not throwing them under the bus. Like they didn't put up <laughs> the cell tower. Like it's not their fault. It's like Absolutely it's not. like AT and T's no. fault. But it was just. It definitely got in everyone's head for a moment because when you can't hear what they're saying, when you can't see them, it it gets in the way of those moments. And that's like the first time, I think, in the whole process, because even in rehearsals, it wasn't an issue. I think that was the first time when it actually counted that we all got frustrated with the fact that we couldn't just talk to this person in the same room, that we were at the mercy of the internet.
2: Technology. And it
1: was just so frustrating. And everyone... You know, was, you know, I was like, all right, like, let's reset. Let's try it again. Like, can you move rooms? Um, Like, kick everyone in your house off the Wi-Fi for an hour. Like, let's just try to crank this out. And it was like 10, 30, 11 at this point, And a couple of the crucial scenes weren't coming along. And this is, we were talking about it earlier. This is where kind of my calm demeanor and crisis management mode kind of kicked in. Because I was like, all right, we're, we could be here all night just redoing the same scene. Like, let's take ten minutes. Let's.
0: That was longer than ten minutes. We took like a thirty. Didn't it, was, we? it was
1: like, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. We took like thirty minutes. I well, was like,
0: because, uh, so what happened was is that Tyler, Adam, and I were roommates at the time. So we're in different parts of the house, and then things start going awry while we're recording. I don't know, Jessica, if you realized it at the same time I did, where we're just like, this is not working. Like we all just sort of like are still doing the show and then finally we
2: didn't know what we were gonna do how we were gonna fix the problem yeah
1: i didn't know either (laughs) i had no idea but i wasn't gonna say that because then (laughs) again actors are very emotional and dramatic and it's great for the performance but when shit goes wrong i'm like i do not want all these people freaking out in different zip codes like texting me and and, like freaking out because again it's already hard enough to deal with that situation in the same room let alone in different cities. So I was like, all right, let's take 30. Everyone go get a snack, get some water. Like, I'll try to figure it out. We're good. We weren't good. I was like, oh my God. Like, I was calling up people and Googling everything I could. I'm like, how the fuck am I going to fix this? And it came together. And I don't know what we did with the Wi-Fi or what room, but it it somehow worked. And there was one scene that he uh, ended up recording later because it was just a straight up monologue. And I'm like, all right, we're going to be here till." next week on the zoom call if we don't record this differently but besides that it came together it was fine and i think that was the hardest thing to overcome but that was just something
0: well i mean because adam and tyler and i were in the same house once um, they decided okay we're gonna hold guys like go take your we'll call it an intermission even though it wasn't technically the intermission we're just like all right we're stopping i just remember us going into our living room and just sort (laughs) of like nodding at each other like we might not get this done tonight <laughs> this, might, like, this might be a disaster in the making
3: i don't know it was, just this, it was that just this feeling of what i think comes with any any production any show any film any anything really creative where you just kind of sit there and you're like what like what have we what have we done, have we done? <laughs> <laughs> why are we why did we do this like what are is this going to work <laughs> you know, And it's like that thing we don't i mean the thing we don't have we don't don't have the answer it was a thing where it's like we can't even really you know especially with with the internet and technology sometimes you can't you're like we can try and troubleshoot this but sometimes it can't you know we're like we're screwed so and the funny thing was it's like we've never like we never had connection
1: yeah it was so fitting it was so fitting because again different technology like okay a camera that we're operating like that's in our control like if i if i hit the wrong setting if i don't do this that like that's on me i can't go get up on a cell tower and fix that so that's why i was upset everyone was kind of frustrated but there was literally nothing to be done except hope that the wind changes directions like whatever bird is sitting on the cell tower gets off like i don't know what affected that but i was i was just like it is what it is and luckily we got it done in one night because if we had to do it another night it would have been okay it wouldn't have been ideal but i definitely think that would have been just like a mental just like oh like we have to stop and do it again. Like it, we would have just had to redo the whole show. Cause I think the flow of it doing it in one night was very important.
0: Yeah. And and just the cast soldiered through because we only scheduled a certain amount of time. And then when things started going, the tech issues started coming. Yeah, we we had to commit more time to it. And luckily this cast was, we were like, we gotta get this done. Yeah. We'd rather do it tonight.
2: I think we also came to get. I think we came together because of it. It was definitely frustrating in the moment because we wanted to just continue and do it in one go, but it caused us to kind of come together and just yeah, buckle down.
1: That's why, as stressful as it was, like it, it was, it's fun to look back on because it was, it was just weird. Like just like Tyler said, he was like, "What have we done? Like, why?" And <laughs> once, once it came together at the end, and I watched it and I edited it, I was like. All right, like if you're watching this, you you wouldn't know that we were up at 11:30 at night, like praying that the Wi-Fi gods change their minds on something. Like it it came together; it was a finished product that I think we can all look back on and be proud of. It was just so early in the Zoom process, and like the way we did it was a little bit different than what other people were doing. That I was like, all right, is it so polished and what we ultimately would want this to be? No, because we don't want to be recording on a webcam, but. I think where we were all at and like the longing to just do something, I think it was a really cool project and just a really interesting idea because a lot of people would have just strayed away from it and not done it, but we scaled it down. We said, this is a reading, it's selections, it's raw, it, it is what it is, and I think it was cool. I liked it. Yeah, for sure. I mean, and then the thing
3: is, you know, and once we, once we finished, I'll, I feel like that's one of the most, I feel like it's triumphant moments like, of my creative life of just like, it's, you know, we started at seven o'clock and we're like, you know, yeah, like the show's only like an hour, 15 minutes. Like, you know, we'll, we'll get out by like, you know, maybe nine o'clock, you know, <laughs> yeah. and then, you know, yeah, it's like 1130, we're done. But then like, you know, there's just that classic, like, I think of, like, Rocky Four, like, when he's on the mountaintop, like he's, like, Drago, like, he did, like, he, <laughs> he, he, like, conquered peace, and he just, like, I just, and I, so, and I think uh, kind of similar with like, kind of a juxtaposition of, like, you know, there's a moment where, yeah, me, Adam, and Christian were kind of sitting there, like, sitting on the couch, just, like, uh, like, sighing and just being, like, yep, we're in it, we're doing it, and then, but then, like, the moment all the three of us came down after we were done, we were like, "Yes!" Like we were like, <laughs> I don't know, so much testosterone, so much just like, "Yes!" Like we did it, like we beat it, man. And it's it, and so that's something that I always hold on to as well as it's kind of like that feeling of. And then also like when I saw it edited, it's just like we did it. And so I look back on that crazy night of like, you know, kind of helplessness and kind of like, like praying and hoping of like, well, hopefully this turns out okay and. And hopefully we get like just to get the footage because once we're like once you get the footage in the can like we're like like we're good like we've seen the recording and so like once we got it recorded it was just like i was like all right like
1: And that was my biggest fear was like losing the footage because was a point where my files on my computer it was it wasn't very organized like i was just saving it to random places and there was a point where i lost like act two and i was sitting there i was like oh my god like if, if <laughs> I was like, if I have to text all these cats and be like, yo, funny story. I lost the footage. When can we reschedule? Or I would have felt horrible. I would have. Yeah. So that didn't happen. But there was a moment where I almost lost everything and I was just stressed out. That's why everyone you guys were like triumphant. Like, yeah, we did it. We're done. And me, I was like, OK, don't lose it. Edit it as best you can. And that was a whole process in itself, like cutting in or cutting out little um, mess-ups and freeze-frames and audio things and just sitting at my computer for, like, two days. I was stressing out so much. But I'm glad you guys were all feeling triumphant because that's when, like, my stress kind of started because I was like, all right, now this is literally in my hands. Like, what do I want to do with this? Like, what's the best option for this or whatever? And maybe I was overthinking it because, again, I think we we did dress up the whole production a little bit. Like, the title sequence and the sound effects and the text and the transitions and all that fun stuff. Like, we didn't have to do that. It could have just straight up been, you know, yeah. I loved it though. I, I did too. Because for me, I was like, I want to make this exciting somehow. Like, there's no reason why we can't add a little bit of pizzazz to it. So I think that made it more fun for me to edit. So I didn't have to just look at Zoom boxes all day. And the headshots and everything. Like, that was a fun part for me. And yeah, it it is fun to look back on. Because I think if we did it now, it would go a lot differently. Yeah. But at the same time, the way it went the first time, I think, was fun and memorable
2: and I was just really proud of it I was really proud of how it all came together like you said the little title sequencing that you did really had some nice touches to it and kind of made it what a a production it made it kind of whole also I think it's really funny because when I originally came to Christian with this idea I don't think that I was aware that we even had someone like you, Alex, who would like know technology or like be able, like I feel like we were really lucky in many steps of the process that like we had all of these people to do different roles. We had Tyler to direct. We had you to do the technology. I think it required having people smarter than you in other areas to be able to like fulfill and make it come together because I personally could have never done like you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. It just it was really cool that we had all of these people who were experts in other areas.
1: Yeah, cause it, was, it was totally like I didn't anticipate being that involved in it because Christian kind of came to me. He's like, hey, we want to do something like what do you think? And we just were shooting around ideas about how that would work on Zoom because I hadn't done it yet. I hadn't even thought about doing it. I was like, oh, that's interesting. But that could also be really boring. Like, how can we not make it boring? and because originally he just wanted me to edit it he's like hey we're gonna film some stuff like can you just edit it for us like i don't really know how to do that like we just want to throw it up on youtube and i was like okay like let's let's crank it up a notch like if we're gonna do it might as well do it the best way possible and then it turned into me being in there for rehearsals and meetings and i didn't anticipate it but then again it's not like i had anything else going on at that time in my life like i was sitting at home watching like sons of anarchy So I was like, all right, cool. Like I could talk to Christian's friends. Like I liked everyone that was involved with it. It was fun chatting and I got to be creative because I just graduated and I wasn't using my degree at all. I was like, all right, let's do it. And yeah, I think all of us being able to adapt and to kind of just problem solve, this project was definitely problem solving from start to finish. The first rendition of what we wanted it to be definitely wasn't the final product and being able to just think that quickly because everyone was busy. We did this on such a short timeline people were working um people were going out of town like julia was out of town like in the middle of like rehearsals or something like i left right after i finished editing it like there was no timeline for it no one was making us do this but everyone just kind of had that like we just want to get it done and just watch something fun and share it with people and so everyone being able to problem solve and just work under the pressure of like three rehearsals and one recording night it was it was really cool yeah Year. Wow! Oh man! Wow! Oh man!
2: When did we? When did we record this?
1: June, June. Yeah, June. Oh man! Oh, man. Yeah, we're coming up on like eight months. On Jesus. Um. Okay. So <laughs> looking back on it, if if you had to do something like it again, would you do it again?
2: Hundred percent.
0: Yes.
1: 110%.
2: Oh my god!
3: Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. And again, there's something about like um yeah just you're given like you're given a platform you're given like a, a medium and also like you know just having you know and again like great scripts and stuff like that I would love to do it again I think you know just finding something and, and also like now that we've done it one time like we've done we've you know kind of had our real go of it of you know going like working out the kinks and really just like getting down to it and learning I'm kind of I'm very interested you know in the kind of just a challenge and a challenge myself way of like Okay, now we did it that one time. Like, what if we d- were to do it again? Like, what could we do, and how can we, you know, how can yeah. we really elevate it, and how can we, you know, do things differently?
1: All right, great, because we're gonna do Wicked this summer. No, <laughs> <laughs> don't tease me like that. <laughs>
0: <laughs>
3: don't tease
1: me like that. My heart flurries. I was like, we are. We're getting yeah. We're gonna get flying monkeys. We're gonna put you on rigs in your living rooms. It's gonna be awesome.
0: Fantastic. Stop, don't, oh man, you can't that mess would, with me that, like that. That man. would
1: be a shit show. I've seen Wicked
0: yeah. seven times, eight times at this point. So that was a mean joke. That was real rude, Alandro. No, I love Wicked. I know you love Wicked, but you can't tell me that we're doing Wicked and that we're not doing Wicked. I was about to go start rehearsing. I was about to
1: jump off this call and go, who knows? Who knows? Maybe we'll do Maybe we'll do Wicked. I don't know. I think something to note, too, <laughs> just if we would do this again.
0: Or, you know, because uh, one of the episodes that's coming up, actually, is about another project after Review from the Bridge. We did as a company that tyler and jessica were also involved in the 110 christmas show that we're finding new ways to continue to be creative together and i think that's really significant that you know we get to work with you guys yeah use your creativity and your gifts and we're so grateful for that and we're really excited to continue more projects like this or different hopefully
1: ones. different ones but i know you guys are both involved in a project Totally different than this that is going to be coming out later this year, and so that's why, like along christian's sentiments like it's nice having people that are so willing to give their time and just to come up with fun ideas and just to do it because that's what we're all at this point we're just trying to stay busy and creative and do something worth sharing with people, and you guys are both very good at what you do, and you're fun to work with because there's people that are good at what they do, but they're just a holes, and I don't want to talk to them, and there's it's rare to find people that are not only talented at what they do, but also just nice people that, again, like we've just talked on Zoom, not even about a project or just shooting around ideas, like finding nice people and kind people that are also good at what they do. We're very lucky to have both of you willing to give your time. And we're excited to have you a part of other projects that are already underway. And we won't say what those are yet, cause we're still figuring out more technical roadblocks to overcome, but, yeah, for everyone listening, this is definitely not the last time you're going to see their names, and we're very glad that you guys are here for the ride. And thank you for sharing your thoughts on the first project we all did together in this um, company. I guess we could say. Yeah,
0: we love you guys very much. Yeah, no, it, it, this wouldn't be possible without you guys.
2: Thank you, guys, too.
3: Thanks again for taking taking the chance on you know taking a chance on us and you know letting us you know you know this have you know come with ideas and you know really just exploring again yeah, during this time it's kind of like the wild west a little bit in terms of content and like making stuff so thanks for yeah thanks for letting us kind of explore and just kick stuff around and just have fun i mean it's just it's been a blast everything we've done
1: so- all right and that's going to do it for this episode about a view from the bridge again if you didn't watch it yet make sure to check it out on our youtube page or the website where we can find us um and next time we're going to talk about a project that christian kind of took the reins on and um, created with Tyler as well
0: absolutely next time we're gonna be talking about the 110 Christmas show which came out on Christmas Eve in 2020 it was such a fun project um, you know Tyler and I co-wrote the entire thing we worked with an amazing cast Tyler and I also co-host the event and Alejandro directed the show um, which was really exciting it was really really fun and uh, a good time for us it definitely was a great ending to a very tumultuous year in general but we laughed and we had fun and it was silly and the music was amazing and again the group that we got to work with from all over the country while they were recording remotely was truly incredible so we can't wait to talk about it
1: yeah and until then make sure to subscribe to the show feed wherever you're listening whether it's on spotify apple stitcher whatever if if you can't find us on your preferred platform email us we'll find a way to get it to you even though i've never heard of anyone using other platforms but we'll find a way just for you and yeah until then take care